Economic data today came in better than expected, perhaps a reason for why we got volatility that began once more in the bond market. But it culminates with an inflation print on Friday. Let's talk about it with Omar Aguilar, CEO and CIO at Schwab Asset Management, joining us from the NYSE. Omar, great to see you. Good to see you, Oliver. Okay, we've got a big number on Friday. Do you think there's anything that could change the tone, the pace of this market, or anything that we're hearing from the Fed? Well, I, I don't think a number will make a difference in the way that we see the trend. I think uh, it is very clear that the economic uh, outlook is just going to be continue to slow down. Uh, central banks, not just the Fed, but overall global central banks are very clear that have been very determined and incredibly intentional to continue to fight inflation globally. And that has actually been, you know, seen what we have. So I think Friday's numbers will probably potentially, you know, get some volatility around it. But the overall trend, it is very clear that for the next 12 months or so, we're going to see the effects of those tightened monetary policy, you know, into the economy. How do we define uh, that uh, negative potential for the economy, Omar, when the employment situation seems so robust? It's like we have had very consistent jobless claims, a couple shocking employment reports. If we didn't know anything else going on, we'd probably say it was a, a, a great economy. That is, uh, that is uh, clearly uh, a big part of the conundrum and I think part of actually looking at the data. Now, we have to remember that most of the economic data that we look at tends to be backward looking and even unemployment numbers obviously reflect the situation of what the employment setup will be for the last you know, few months or the last you know, several uh, pieces. So, you know, what, what happens, though, is that the effect of tight monetary policy usually takes, takes between eight months to 12 months to really trickle into the economy. Now, you know, most people say, well, we have already gone that rising rates. Is that sort of already affected in the economy? And the answer to that is look at the bond market. When you actually see the, where we are on the yield front, where we actually see the inversion of the yield curve, uh, you know, it's clearly that the economic impact of tight monetary policy is already pushing into the economy. Yes, the employment component is probably the biggest challenge that the Fed has. You know, looking at a labor market that is very tight and trying to use higher interest rates to try to reduce the impact of demand-driven inflation, it's a very difficult task. And the question becomes, you know, to what extent the, the Fed and the general, most investors will actually feel comfortable that we're getting to a level that we don't necessarily have to have high levels of unemployment to control inflation. How do we know when we're there? Because I imagine that will inform the discussions with long-term clients in the asset management business for those that are thinking about long-term bonds and stocks right now. Both are working against them. What are the signs you're looking for, Omar, to see if there is potential normalization in that relationship between bonds and stocks? The, I would say the number one uh, indication is the stability of the bond market. You know, if you think about the volatility that we have seen in the bond market and you try to compare that with similar volatility we see in other risky assets, this year has been one of the most volatile years that we have seen in fixed income. You know, with everything that is going on overseas and particularly in the UK, when you actually see the 10-year yield hitting, you know, record highs in terms of yield, there's clearly no signs of stabilization of the fixed income market just yet. Uh, 
Um, so the equity market you know, is probably taking the back seat to respect to what's going on in fixed income. Mm -hmm. And when you put that into context, the number one thing we need to have is the stabilization of what those expectations are for the 10-year yield, for the shape of the yield curve, that will give us a sense on what will happen next with you know, risky assets. Just to give you a sense, this year, despite the equity market volatility, the equity risk premium has actually come down. What that means is that the equity valuations relative to fixed income valuations still you know, benefit equities, which is kind of interesting when you actually see that we're going into economic slowdown, when you see the potential for earnings recession going into the next two quarters. Wow. Uh, like that point, uh, that really the bond market's even crazier uh, by many uh, definitions and compared to history. Uh, Omar, so in the meantime, until it does calm down, uh, how do we diversify our portfolios? If people have more than a five-year horizon, should they just keep things untouched? Or should we be calling up our advisor, looking at our portfolios if they're self-managed, and figure out what to do with that big chunk of bonds? Well, I would say this is the perfect time to seek advice, and this is the perfect time to stay disciplined and don't try to overreact. You know, whatever performance we have had thus far, it is the performance that we have had thus far. It is very hard to try to just make adjustments to your long-term investment profile just because of the short-term performance we have in 2022. So our uh, continued recommendation is to continue to look for diversification. Now, the beautiful thing about, oh, there's one beautiful thing about these markets, is that the concept of there is no alternative to equities is gone. What that means is that now we can look at credit, you can look at long-term treasuries, you can actually take a look at currencies. You know, there seems to be a lot of misvaluations that are available that if you actually follow your asset allocation and your portfolio construction, it could actually give you good returns in the medium to long term. Okay. Uh, Omar, great to catch up. Thanks a lot for the thoughts. Thank you. Absolutely. Omar Aguilar, CEO and CIO at Schwab Asset Management.